No Guts, No Galaxy is recorded in front of a live studio audience. This is an adult podcast containing adult language. Consider yourself warned. This episode of the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast is brought to you by the Fallout Shelter Arcade, Minnesota's only operator of 12 Tesla II cockpits. Located in Minneapolis, you can find them on the web at www.falloutsheltercade.com. Stop by and test your skills against the 331st. Open Saturday and Sunday unless at a convention. Also brought to you by the Sunder Junkies, Sunder 2 Mission Play Server in Mech Warrior 4 Mercs. Hey, Mech Jock, are you training for MWO? Are you looking for something more than that same old team battle all the time? If so, then check out the Sunder 2 Mission Play Server on MechMatch. But hang on tight, big boy. Because you'll be going up against the most experienced pilots around. Give it a try. You won't regret it. Brought to you by the Sunder Junkies and the MechTech MechWarrior 4 Mercs 3.1 free release. Tell them Nano sent you. You're listening to the Gamecasting Broadcast Network. <laughs> Live from the outreach studios around the world, this is a No Guts, No Galaxy podcast. And now, your host, Phil, a.k.a. Sean Lang. That's No Galaxy Network Podcast number 24. My name is Phil, and I'll be your host tonight. It is April 11th, 2012, and I just want to give a special happy birthday to Morgana. Happy awesome. birthday. Yeah. We love hearing your voice. You definitely help break the sausage fest around here, so we appreciate it. Many more great years to you. Yes, most do, and she'll be kicking your ass in MWO and all things mech, so yeah, all woot, that woot. stuff. So my shout-out is going to go to all of the other Reese's egg lovers out there. I love fucking Reese's and eggs. Oh, my God. it's They're awesome. So, Darren, who else? What? what do you yes. Mm. This is Darren, a.k.a. Bombadil. Um, my shout-outs today go to my family. Also, uh, my brothers in Rust Bucket Warriors, a new clan we are forming in World of Tanks. And... Uh, shout out to our international listeners. Um, I got some good feedback from some international uh, guys recently, and uh, I appreciate the feedback, and we're always trying to uh, cater to our, our worldly friends as well. And then the final thing I want to say is Cadbury Eggs Roll. Hold on, so you're forming a unit that has the name Rust in it. This has no connection with you being like old as dirt, right? Well, I'm the commander, so of course, it's all about me. Falling apart and all that stuff? Yes, and turning uh, rust-colored. Indeed. Indeed. All right, Brandon, do you have anything today? Yeah, certainly. Uh, I'm Brandon, also known as Catrick Hell, and my shout-outs today are going to my friends with Aces, uh, of course, all the live listeners with us today, and my fellow stalkers. 
Yeah. I don't know if anybody can quite live up to your expectations that you've turned. But, you know, well, it is... it's it's a large boot that has to be filled, and I take up, like, 95% of it. There's another 5% that, like, some form stalkers can take up. <laughs> Not to mention you're, like, six foot seven. Yeah, these gigantic <laughs> people. So I just want to say again, hello to our new listeners, and again to all of our current listeners. We appreciate you guys' support, and we're glad you're here, and we hope you enjoy tonight's podcast. Here, here. And now for the news. The No Guts, No Galaxy News. Anything and everything. NGNG. Today's news is brought to you by the Grey Death Legion. The GDL sends greetings to all mercenaries seeking employment. They are a group-oriented mercenary corp who focuses on having fun first and enjoying the game together as a tight-knit unit of friends. They play hard and train harder. If you'd like to be a part of the Legion, and hey, you'd have Morgana on your side, can't go wrong, check them out on their forums at gdlmercs.forumotion.com. That's G-D-L-M-E-R-C-S dot F-O-R-U-M-O-T-I-O-N dot com. All right, today's news. Uh, if you would like your unit to have an advertisement or a recruitment message uh, sponsoring our news segment here, um, go ahead and go to our site and click on the donate button. Donate any amount, literally any amount, and then send me an email with what that message, uh, what you would like that message to be. Um, can, we, uh, can I can I propose something real quick? Yes. Do you, are I you saying? I, I say we do a drinking game based on how many times you say unit. <laughs> I'm just saying, guys. <laughs> Why are you so fascinated with the word unit? Is that That's um, kind of like... All yeah. guys are fascinated with the unit. I mean, when they discover it, what is it? I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. Here. All right. Then uh, you've proposed it, and I will, uh, I'll second that. So new drinking game every time I say unit down the hatch. This can't we'll start that well. next week. Yeah, we'll start that next week. <laughs> the editing on this episode is going to be terrible again. Be great. <laughs> because I'm not doing that anymore, so, you know. Yeah, okay, so thanks for derailing my uh, sponsorship message. But uh, anyway, if uh, if you'd like to get your unit sponsored on this show, sponsoring the news segment, donate, we'll get it up there. Um, and also a reminder for people with a, what's the word, Phil? Military organization. Unit. If you uh, have a unit and you want to get a spot on our NGNG TS3 server, then log on to, uh, you, you can find it at our website, nogutsnogalaxy.net. You can find our uh, TS3 server information. Log on, talk to Phil, talk to Alex, and you can actually talk to me now. I figured it out. So uh, we can set your unit up down the hatch, and uh, yeah, that'll be good. Join us. Moving on to our international listeners, there's been a shakeup in the list this week. I'll start off at number five. Russia is new to the list at number five, knocking out the Netherlands. Uh, at number four, down one spot from number three is Australia. At number three, down one spot from number two is Germany. At two, down one spot from number one is Canada. And the new king of our international listeners, they haven't, this is quite an upset here. They came in out of nowhere and just took over the number one spot. Where did these guys come from? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. So, the num- do you want to say who it is? It's Italy. Yes, it is Italy. So, welcome to the number one spot, Italy. Um, I don't know why. I don't know how, but I'm glad to have you. Mob. 
It is the Italian mob. Mafia is representing. You a fan of spaghetti? Uh, no, Serie A, though. You know, the biggest you know football league over there. Well, that. there you go. Something for everyone. Really good at organizing stuff, though. So hopefully they'll get more people from Italy. Yes, let's see them uh, stay at number one. So hopefully we won't disappear. All right, and uh, also just a little bit of news. Um, I have continued communications with both Randall Bills and George Liu. Um, so they are both confirmed for upcoming shows, hopefully starting this next week. Um, but I just wanted to let everybody know that communication has resumed. Everything's okay. Uh, the only reason Randall actually wasn't on today is because uh, his kids got sick. Nothing serious, just uh, he had to take care of them. So anyway, uh, everything is good, and that's proceeding as hoped. I'm excited. I mean, to be able to be able to talk to Randall Pills. Ah, jeez. Awesome. I am and very much was, looking forward to that, yeah. Yeah, George Ledoux, obviously I've actually known him literally for years, but now I'm able to actually sort of meet him, which, I mean, yeah. All it's going to be interesting. And finally, if you'd like to make a donation to our uh, podcast, um, this, this basically keeps us on the air, just like, uh, you know, listener-supported radio. If you'd like to make a donation, go to our website, uh, click on the donate button, any amount, uh, whatever you can afford, totally help. We appreciate it. Thank you. And that is it for the news today. Phil? Yeah, and just uh, you know, the, the last little part, we are looking at moving towards uh, you know, video. Um, uh, not just uh, podcast voice, but also a live video stream down the road. So sort of keep that in mind if you, if you have a little bit. The horror. Yeah, then, you, then you'll be able to stare at our, our mugs, which, yeah. God, I gotta I start showering again and all that shit. Fuck. I know, dude. So, moving on to Book of the Month discussion. Again, we just want to remind you, Price of Glory will be discussed April 25th, 2012. And this is actually, out of out of the three, even though I really, well, I can't pick a favorite. This is a really damn good book. Especially, it has a unique twist to it um, that uh, the other two really didn't have. And it really puts the, the Great Death Legion in it freaking corner man and if you haven't read it give it a read you still got a good two weeks before we discuss this so check that out and yeah if you're if you're wondering what the price of the price of uh, glory is go to our website click on our link uh, it'll be in the last podcast uh, uh, synopsis as well as this one um, right now new they started 142 dollars and 18 cents what a deal and uh, <laughs> 22 or never been opened never been tied. i don't know uh signed by keith i don't know uh 22 of them are used though starting from eight dollars so you can get a used one or i'm sure you can find it on kindle um but uh yeah click our link if you can which by the way you mentioned kindle i love my note color man god it's so awesome so what do you love about it why why i mean you and i both love books i love the feel of an actual book in my hand but i also love my kindle so what do you like about i can it? honestly say yeah, I enjoy it. I think it's availability, and not to mention, it's it's not like there's a detachment of like glossy or your eyes. It's it's so nice to have a, a tablet there to be able to do this. I mean, like anywhere. I can go to work. I, I can anywhere, anything, and boom, it's yeah, right there. Yeah, thousands of so books convenient. in your hand. 
what I see, I love everything tactile about a book. I love the feel, the smell of books. I love going into libraries and bookstores. But and I and I so for a long time I avoided the Kindle. But there's something about the convenience of having this little thing that can hold thousands of books. It's backlit. You can read it in bed easy or wherever. You know, I just love it. Oh yeah, and you can turn the brightness, battery, turn off. Or, I mean, you can do anything. You can have your whole host of books. You can even. Uh, you know, load it up with how much memory you have. Uh, anyways, love so it. click on our link, buy a Kindle. You'll you won't regret it. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, all right, guys, we're gonna be moving on to Mech of the Week. It's not just filler. This is the real deal. <laughs> This week's Mac of the Week. All right. Max. Max battle. Max. All right. We had uh, almost a almost a tie. We had two votes for the Highlander. And then we had three for the Locust. So, sorry. Assault Mac fans. Locust yes. wins. Locust wins. Which Good, actually, I was hoping a, for a light Mac. Well, not just that. I mean, we've, we've what we've covered so far. But on top of that, it's the Locust. I mean, literally... At the very beginning, um, pretty much of the greatest, you know, legion and, and decision at Thunder Rift, you, you're introduced to the Locust, and it's actually got a unique design. Um, the original design of the Locust, Shadowhawk, a lot of these actually came from a anime series. Are you familiar with that, Darren? No idea what you're talking about whatsoever. Okay, well, Robotech. Well, no, actually, no That's something, no. Um, oh, you're right. You're right. Uh, the locust came from. Um... There, are you there? I'll wait for you to Google it. No, I'm not going to Google it. Google Go ahead. Show me that you know more than me. Oh, Google you don't it. actually know, do you? I do. Uh, this I don't is like I know, but I'm not going to no, tell but you. I, I do know what it, it is. Called the bluff. I'm not that googling it. I don't know what it is either. Who is googling it? Because <laughs> I'm not going to fucking. Okay, one of our listeners. Who? Uh, where is it from? Okay, so it's from Macaros, apparently. Yeah, well, that's Robotech. I mean, I, of course, people don't like when you call it Robotech, but I mean, that's what it was for Americans. Oh, I'm finding out. It's actually, oh, it's Dugram. That's what it was. Um, Dugram, it's uh, D-O-U-G-R-A-M. And basically, that was where some of the designs came, uh, was Dugram. I don't actually know anything about Dugram. But actually, the design—that's where the, the actual uh, like Tiro art came from. Yeah, um, I can't so say that I am familiar with that, but it does. So that's basically those mechs are also unseen. Yeah, you got the Griffin, the Shadowhawk, the Locust. Um, it right. wasn't not to be confused with the Unseen. That was uh, the no. These these Marauder. are these are unseen as well, but they're just from a different source. Yeah, not from Robotech Macross. So. Right. Uh, to give you some uh, information about the particular uh, model, it's 20 tons. It's got a top uh, speed of 129.6 kph. Point seven if you're, you know, you got the skills. Yeah, or 130, something like that. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's got one medium laser, two machine guns, and it's actually pretty well-known throughout the inner sphere. I mean... One of the most common mechs in existence, yes. Yeah, it's built for speed. Um, Obviously, one of the weaknesses is it's light-armored and light... uh, It's got pretty light weaponry as far as armament. The one thing I will say, and I know we've talked about and one of of your shout-outs was, or or, 
the guy who said we'd, we'd bash on Tiro are... I actually, I think it's a unique looking mech originally from the Tiro art, but I believe that I enjoy the new Phoenix redesign more than the old. So I didn't say it's bad. I just enjoy the new one. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't normally come close to agreeing with you, as you know, but actually I do like the redesign. Doesn't mean I don't like the original. I do love the original has a lot of meaning for me but the redesign is actually pretty badass well and by the redesign there's actually a few different pictures but it's the locus 5w2 uh specifically that picture the other the other ones i i don't like they they look weird but it definitely gives it a different um a different look gives it a sort of torso rotation that you didn't get in the original art um so again uh amazing mech actually we used this in our mega mech campaign we used we had two locusts they actually worked very very well very frustrating they were actually able to go around and um harass the the goblin tanks we had chasing us like uh actually i think pretty much to the effect of our one locust was able to take out like three or four tanks because they tried running around and chasing it and got fed up and then tried coming after our main force and it just snuck up behind them and blow them apart one of the benefits also of having the machine guns is their effectiveness against infantry um, in the tabletop especially mega mech so uh, just throwing that out there how you know machine guns against other mechs not so effective against infantry and the modifiers that go with it definitely effective like like swiss cheese effective yeah i mean basically on the right map and used correctly uh they can be extremely effective at reconnaissance and and filling their role with their speed it's all about that hit and run in this particular one you've got the other models the the 3v which is uh basically a set of two medium lasers in the center torso while also uh holding on to the machine guns you could you could definitely see how this would advance from going um, with mask. Uh, I believe it's 150 km, and that's the 5W2. Um, a, a few pairs, uh, a pair of ER medium lasers, a little bit better armor, maybe even some uh, electronic, uh, you know, suits with it. And there you have it. I mean, I think it was by it was the fastest mech out there until the mongoose, I believe. Now, don't quote me on that, but. I, I think that's about about right. And uh, do any of the variants have jump jets? I can't think of any that do. You can look through this like Not twenty different of, variants. The one I thing I so. thought was unique about this actual design, the original TRO art, um, in the Mech Commander intro, the Raven, the the Raven design they did with the lake set was actually very very similar to what I thought the the locust art would look like sort of in movement um it's pretty unique how they did that but uh love the mech i love the original tiro art for its uh sort of half turret underneath that controlled the medium laser that would allow it to be on the run and also still hit targets to the right and left so well i mean i think speed is a bit of an understatement there um if you're looking at the 6m uh, version with mask, it does 302.4 km an hour. Jeez. 
you're going at this freaking I don't know how fast. It would be it would be a huge gate, but uh, interesting, very very cool mech. Try it out. It's definitely useful. Uh, it's very cheap. So for all you mega mech players and tabletop, check it out. But we're going to move on to MechWare Online. Obviously, last week we covered the Dev Block Six, the Mech Lab per se. Very very cool stuff. We were excited. We were happy. And uh, it'll be nice actually seeing screenshots and more information and find out those answers we uh, those questions we had uh, about the uh, store and all that fun stuff. It'll be fun. But today we had Dev Interview Six. Now Dev Interview Six was um, there wasn't a ton of information, but the cool thing it was really nice actually getting to read about some of the artists and and programmers um, specifically. You had two programmers that really, in my opinion, they sort of gave that real feedback, you know, like, uh, because they don't get to play with this stuff all the time. You know, I think one of them basically said each time he got to play, it was just, it was astonishing, like amazing. And, uh, you know, for someone, uh, most of these guys, uh, if you read that, um, you're saying you know, it wasn't like a jaded opinion or whatever. Yeah, and plus, you know, they're not huge battle mech fans, uh, BattleTech and, and MechWarrior and stuff. They they really didn't know a whole lot about it, and so they like their numbers and they like their code. Well, it's nice to know that someone who actually <laughs> doesn't know a whole lot about the the series is enjoying the game. That yep. that's what I took out um, of the the interview the most. Now there was a few things, and Brandon pipe in here is. Uh, did you guys notice the they did confirm different ammo types? Like, why even mention ammo if you can switch out ammo if you can't, you know? So obviously that confirms different ammo types. Some ideas for you guys are armor-piercing, high-explosive, anti-tank. Inferno. Inferno. Um, you have other... Um, for those out there that would say armor-piercing, that's basically Sabo rounds. Um... And the unique cool thing, and I guess I could have said this to you earlier, Darren, was the high explosive anti tank rounds. Um, how they basically work? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little science. Phil, not the science guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, they pretty much it's a um, copper cone inverted. So when the round actually hits, the um, copper inverts in molten form punches through. And then the explosives comes in afterwards. Pretty, pretty messy. Um, yep, yep. And also, Brandon, you uh, you saw what I saw about the Jenner, right? Oh, yes. The special variant mentioned. And what was that? That would be the... If I can find it Jenner. here again. The Jenner. Yes. <laughs> we'll begin with the part we know, Jenner. It is the Jenner JR7F. Now, what makes that any different than the, well, I should say, you say normal Jenner, well, there is no prime version of the Jenner, but what makes this different than the 7D version is, first off, it, it replaces, it places arms mount with the turret, basically with two mediums, so basically it has four medium lasers and additional armor, whereas the 7D as the uh, missile launcher, the SRM-4, this takes that out. So now you basically have four medium lasers, extra armor, 
and you're basically able to stay around. And that was the gist I got from the the interview itself. Is uh, one of them basically said, "I get in there, I do some damage. I'm not worried about um, ammo, and then I get out, and I'm able to come back in." Sounds like something you would like to be in. Uh, I'm gonna be in the centurion. Don't don't don't. Okay then. To, don't lie to the the people out there. Plus, you know, it's a it's, it's a dragon mech. <laughs> I don't I don't fly the, the dragon. Centurion it is. Alright, now with the interview, um, we had another interview with Paul, um, and that was with the Zam uh, interviews that have been going on, and this was actually um, I actually caught and read this when it first came out it was on, uh, I think, Facebook I saw it. Now, Brennan, me and you were talking about this beforehand, some interesting things that were definitely confirmed and that was one of the I guess the fears about currency being able to be swapped um, the whole bribery make someone not play as well even though you offer to compensate that sort of thing that's and, been stripped away um, basically they confirmed that there would be no swapping a currency between players wait no. okay elaborate on that like what's the problem with they're wanting to avoid what with the well, swapping of, of currency think of games where you're able to swap currency um, one the metagaming that occurs like EVE <laughs> Um, right. We all know, I mean, alliances get ripped off, corporations, and all that. I, I mean, think they're they're pretty much taking that away, so that doesn't happen. Is that what you read, Bryn? Yeah, basically the reason they gave was gold farming, but I can see where if they do go into a competitive style of gameplay, you don't want the, uh, what was it, last year's alliance tournament happening again? Yeah, and for those who don't know, the alliance tournament's pretty, pretty cool. I like watching it, but... On top of that, they got to the final round of the tournament. The round kicked off, fighting began, and then it stopped. And basically, the team that was winning let the team that was losing win for X amount of in-game currency. So They threw the fight? Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's not the first time from what I've, I've been told. And I've watched uh, for the past few years. It's really, really cool. But, I mean, if someone says, hey, we'll replace the ships plus here just for winning... Yeah, that's shit. Yeah, but it's all legal. That yeah, and it's all Eve. So I think where this would come into play is how they're going to handle the planetary, how they're going to handle the the store, and what really drives the the planetary. Do you want it based on like sort of the role playing, like ah, well, the the Karita scum can all die and blah blah blah, or do you want to be manipulated by? you know, sort of real-time money trading per se. And that's another that's another thing they've they've RMTing, botting. Um, God, we could talk for hours, but big problems, and I just don't want to even see any of that. Do, do you guys? Do you have a problem with that, Darren? Uh, no, that sounds like they're... Yes, I would have a problem with that. It sounds like they're taking the right precautions here. I just wanted to know more, you know, what it was that they were trying to avoid, and that makes sense. The only problem so, I could potentially see coming out of this is because it was kind of just a, a broad blanketed type of statement just a little bit of difference like would for example uh, mercenary companies be able to trade money amongst their players but just not with other mercenary companies well it, I think what will be interesting is seeing how contracts work how they can set up how payment works you know is it one of those things where a merc you know company accepts it 
And once it's complete, they get the money and that money split up to the individuals in the uh, company. Or is it up to the leadership? Like, can you give money from your own pocket to the, the company? Um, and like how that works, because you'd really want to make sure there's a there's a firm foundation, because if they allow that, people will be jumping between Merc Corps and whatnot, especially if it's just a slap on the wrist, really nothing. And it's it's one of those things where I just don't want to have to read about it or deal with it. That's just less drama. I always yeah. go for less drama. Leave the drama on Eve, basically. Well, I, you know, I do want to see something unique as far as I, I want some, but I think contracts will be something of uh, something interesting. So I don't know. I guess we'll find out more. And then also in this article with uh, Paul is they did confirm there's no in-game voice, no voice over IP. What are you guys' feelings on that? I'm very sad that I will not be able to spam Rick Astley's never going to give you up over Mike and to have everyone in my company listen to it. God, you're the and douche, aren't you? he just I summed up. Guy. He summed up why I'm happy with it. I've, you know, there's not really a game with in-game voice that I have thought, well, this is great. This takes the place of TeamSpeak 3 or whatever. Um, I always prefer TeamSpeak 3. It's got more well, control. It's got, you know... You just you just confirmed. I mean, who cares? Let let there be uh, voice in game. Okay. Well, so my second argument, my second argument is that since they're not spending time building in game voice, then they're spending that time doing other things that will benefit me more. Oh, I'm sure tying in some type of program isn't it? But teachers, I think I think it's like why not? Let people who want to sit there and troll and and scream it. You know. Be, why not? Because there's the outreach server. What more do you need? Exactly. I'd rather have them have talking to themselves and yelling at each free. other on there. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't want to deal with that because then that means... Are I you being an elitist? People. Is this only for the cool kids here? Well, only for, I would say, mature people. I wouldn't even say adults. Yeah, agreed. But I mean, look, we put up with me and we put up with you. I mean, so there's a lot of flexibility in this. Good point. So... You know, just throwing that out there. Plus, you know, sometimes it's fun to drink and yell at some 15-year-old that you keep killing over and over. <laughs> so. Good times. Yes, good times. All right, guys, we're going to be moving on to interesting forum posts by the staff. So one of the first things we've got, we've got Brian. And basically, um, it was discussion on the free look inside the cockpit. And how each, obviously, each mech has unique geometry, um, i.e. the hunchback. When you look to the right, there's a big blind spot because you have a freaking heavy autocannon in the way. And uh, he was basically saying that each mech has a unique feel, like the uh, catapult. Um, and as well would be like the Timberwolf. It was renowned for having a very open view of the, you know, the battlefield. Because yep. it puts you out there. Yeah, um, you know, um, when I when I was at uh, GDC and watching them play the Hunchback, while I did notice the the AC twenty there, it didn't seem as obstructive as I thought it was going to be. You know, I still had a pretty clear uh, field of vision. You you noticed it, but it wasn't uh, it wasn't obtrusive, and you kind of make up for that little bit of lack of uh, side vision for, you know, a, a tough punch. Yeah, I don't think it'll be a huge hindrance, but what I do like is it is part 
of that, right? I mean, you do in some oh, way yeah. have to compensate. And I don't think we'd really get a full in-depth idea of what that meant unless we got a a realistic thing to where you'd be having to worry about where your arms were and picking things up and you know all that fun stuff but uh it's definitely a step forward and something that is unique in itself so i love it unit yes i just yes, needed a drink. drink sorry i'm not drinking until next ah oh, damn it all right anyways Next, we've got Paul basically saying that uh, autocannon rounds have been sped up. Uh, I guess just people just really... I know we had this conversation on the podcast about the, the heavy ACU rounds. and the, the, But hey, uh, they fixed it, or I should say they sped it up. So we'll see next time what it looks like and whether or not, you know... I mean, I'm all for basically this freaking, you know, uh, round coming out and you going, oh shit, and it just devastating you so i'm all about just the big fire explosions of death because you know it is what it is then we've also got brian on twitter and this was uh him saying yesterday was a huge milestone with mechware online and he said hang tight news is coming soon and then he says something to the effect of hmm, how do i put the mini trademark sign in my tweet regarding coming soon you know what a better name will be what is that surprise Wednesday coming up? It better be those fat heads of these battle mechs so I can put them up my wall. And or the beta. <laughs> I mean, I'll take I'll, I'll I'll take either or. I will take beta first over the fat heads. No, but God, guys. Beta. Free. Alex, if you're listening while you're sweating like you normally do. Wait, what? Heads. I think oh, he's yeah, really yeah. regretting telling us that. No, he totally enjoys it. And uh, <laughs> Yeah. So anyways, fatheads, dude, that the wall stickers. Do it. They're fucking awesome. I mean, can you Ah, oh, do it. And then I'll put my uh emphasis on beta, beta. It would be fucking awesome. Do it. Yeah, yeah, that too. But I'm just saying you have people <laughs> here that will buy a few of them. I mean, it's guaranteed. I've 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 talked to those I mean, you guys would make money. So there, it's a great idea. You don't, I don't, I'm not asking for any profit other than a beta key. Yeah. Yes, I agree. All right, guys, we got Garth, and his post was, just wanted to say it's awesome listening to the early episode, and uh, looks like he's actually listening to the newer episodes, and he's giving us props for a little bit, or he says much better, higher quality, and uh, obviously he's enjoying the show, so garth i want to say thank you so much he's actually a pretty cool guy we uh we've talked a few times over the forums and and hopefully uh hopefully in the near future we can have these guys on the show we're trying damn it yeah i actually had um matt newman also one of the uh devs contact and compliment us on the show nice guys i've so far i've liked everybody we've talked to there you know paul gets a little annoying but uh yeah good good people nah, just as joe i love paul <laughs> of course. I mean, we got to pick on someone, you know. Hey, he says so much shit about me. I got to do something back every he once does. in a while. The troll you are, you are, you are hairy and smelly. I didn't say it bad. Those smell. and those are my good qualities. It's like, it's like honeydew, you know. I don't know why. <laughs> it's weird, All right? All right, guys, we're gonna move on to the community questions, and we actually only pretty much had one. Um, from the disappoint. Here? Well, we had a lot of uh, interaction. There, you know, a ton of people are loving the Mech of the Week. Uh, you know, something but... I w- I'd like to, you know, I, and I did 
I think I mentioned this when I posted uh, a reminder about the community questions on our Facebook page, but I want to reiterate that these community questions can be anything Battletech or MechWarrior related. They don't have to be about MechWarrior Online or Tactics or any of the new games coming out. I mean, if you want to talk about old CBT stuff or uh, MechWarrior 4 or Mega Mech or anything like that, um, feel free to ask. You know, this is, or just about, uh, you know, the lore and the history of Battletech or whatever. We, we are happy to, as you can tell, talk about anything at, at great length. So, um, you know, feel free. To, if you've got any question out there, send it in. Does it does it make your wife feel uncomfortable knowing that you get hard-ons talking about fictitious giant machines of death? Ask her. Oh, Ma- oh, maybe in her opinion, it. any method of getting to that point is fine. <laughs> any method that doesn't involve a blue... F- Blue Bill, Bill. Come <laughs> on now. <laughs> gotcha. I'll ask Rebecca later. Oh, All boy. Right. And basically, uh, Gopher says, what do you think the next medium mech will be? And he, and he now that we've totally tainted Gopher's question with a bunch of uh, retard talk, yeah, let's continue. I don't know what you're talking about. It's, <laughs> it's right there. And he says, we seem to have a short of medium-ranged mechs in the weight class, so it stands to reason that we will have a long-range mech. Uh, however, the question, though, is whether they will show um, a dedicated fire support mech or just one of those optimum brackets is over, you know. Um, will they show something sim- similar to the catapult or direct fire or the awesome? Uh, I mean, let's, let's dive into that. Um, in the time frame we're looking at, we've actually got quite a variety of medium mechs. As far as we've got the Centurion, that's pretty much... The Centurion's main weapon load, the AC-10 and the LRMs, well, hell, even the... I mean, it's a medium mech, uh, medium-range mech for the most part. Medium to close. You've got the Hunchback that's in your face to... Well, it's pretty much stylized in your face. I I want to see the Dervish. I, I think that would be a fitting mech. Uh, obviously, a few of the, uh, the variants are missile-based. Um... If you guys could see what medium mech, what, what would it be? I was going to say the Dervish or the Trebuchet. Trebuchet. Oh, that's another one. Um, what about you, Darren? Mm, you know, all this Dervish talk, and I've been looking at it, I, I could go with a little Dervish. Now, one mech that I'm going to... Th- um, it's One mech that I think would be really cool seeing, um, it's not a medium, but it is a heavy, is the Quick Draw. I know Flying Debris actually did a version of the Quick Draw, and it's on his uh, DeviantArt. And there's actually, I think there was a concept art of someone doing one recently. And yes, it isn't a medium. Um, but... Yeah, did you just answer what medium do you want to see with a heavy? Is that what you no, just did? I, I said the Dervish, but okay. I said something different that I don't think we, you know, we've seen. Um, and the Dervish itself, uh, I think it's a... You, I think it's a unique-looking mech, not to mention it'll be even a more amazing once FD gets his hands on it. Well, I mean, if we're talking just the Dervish here just for a second, especially where Gopher was talking about the range and the um, basically optimum bracket, the thing about the Dervish is it fits pretty much anywhere. It's got LRMs, SRMs, and medium lasers. This is true. I would say if we can't get the Dervish... Another mech I'd love to see, actually, Bastard, we have a, yes, we have a Bastard here with us, uh, one of our Bastard uh, audience Are you talking members. about Alex? No, no, the other Bastard. 
Oh, the, the magnificent, magnificent one. The, the magnificent yes. bastard. The real bastard. Can you please stand up back there? <laughs> um, he actually, I just looked up on Sarna, one of the, I'm, I'm sort of looking at the mechs. The assassin. I'd love to see the assassin done. Indeed, that would be uh, that would be nice. The the see uh, FD's Midas touch on the assassin. I think it'd be a really unique mech. Um, it's got a pretty cool armament. It's right above a a, a light. Uh, it's fast. Um, now you got me all thinking about the quick draw. I want to see that mech done as well. Just throwing that out there. I know. Thanks for distracting me. The crab. What are you doing right now? All right, guys. I'm removing my clothes. On. Gopher, we hope we answered your uh, answer uh, enough. I'm a, I'm excited to see what they'll pull out of the hat here, and I think we'll see the Dursh. Just going to throw that out there. All right, we got MechWarrior Tactics. Uh, again, for those who have just sort of piped in, the forms are up. There's uh, some interaction going on. Not a ton of information has been released, but the good thing is there's at least another uh, media or aspect that you can go to and, and start start you know plugging away as far as the forum so go check it out we actually will i try to post uh on the off topic discussion when we get a new uh yeah you know new podcast up. it would be nice to see uh more support over there and and we for sure are going to be playing that game and looking for people to play with so uh let's make sure that we uh give them love as well playing with our our unit did, did he say unit all right i think it's so yeah he definitely said unit I'm not going to touch a unit, but, you know. <laughs> MechWord Living Legends, we've got uh, a new article. And it was just posted, looking forward into 2012. Um, definitely give it a read. Uh, I got home sort of late today. Haven't given a read, but obviously you know, the crew over there, and as far as uh, William, King Lear himself, got, I mean... I love having him on the show. He's a really great guy. I love the the dev team. And let me tell you, well, I should say, let me let me sort of whisper in your guys' ears for those who've been following the mod. Obviously, you know the Stormcrow and the Black Lanterns coming out. Um, what you may or not know is at the bottom of this article, it also says, i.e., Black Lantern, the Stormcrow, a.k.a. Ryokin, the Avatar, Kodiak, the Warhawk, aka Mascari, the Hunchback 2C. Those are just the battle mechs. That's that a lot of mechs. Right you know, this is just what's we are currently working on. Let me tell you, I already know of other ones that I've seen that'll look amazing that will be going into the game later on. So, and by the way, all I gotta say is Stormcrow. Um, Vlad, again, I'd like to say thank you, dude. He's been doing him and Tom Tom. Uh, for those who don't know, I did the original, the, well, the Stormcrow and passed it on to these two guys to get textures and animations and a few tweaks here. And that thing textured, by the way, Vlad, I've already given out my firstborn child to to the whole setup with FD's child's, you know, children. But my second, you know, if you have kids, I'd love to go to Croatia. It'd work out. So you're a nut. It. I agree, though. Um, I've seen the the textured work, and, man, it's just going to be so awesome. I can't wait to jump in that cockpit. We've also, uh, again, for those who haven't, check it out. MechWarrior Living Legends, a mod team has been working on this since 2009. There's also, like, uh, half a dozen or more vehicles, new aer- aerospace, new maps. 
Yep. Oh, no. Epona, Ares, Chevalier, the Donar, the Anher, the Karnov, and obviously a mobile field base. You got the Corsair, Visigoth, and the uh, Xerxes. And also, they're redoing Mirage, TC Mirage, Frostbite, uh, Wildlands, and... That I will be new. Enkelate, uh, Enkel, yeah, I've heard him say it a bunch of times, but I can't say it. Anyways, a ton of read, good stuff. Um, I'm actually looking forward to sort of catching up on the article. I'll be able to do it this weekend because I finally have three days off. Fuck yes. Seven Yay. hour week. I'll tell you what, though, man. What? I'll tell you being what? Paid, being paid hourly fucking rules. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it didn't matter. A reliable right. paycheck is nice, huh? Well, no, no, yes, yes, but being in the Marines, I can I could easily think back of like the day. Hmm, should we go salary or should we go? <laughs> you know, salary is deceptive. Them? Yes, it is. You think it's going to be a good thing, but yeah, you end up working. That's, more. that's what. Yeah, when they say, "Oh, yes, well, can you come in on Saturday? Can you do this overtime? Are you going to pay me mm-hmm. more? No, but you'll feel better about doing it." God, so because you can brag that you're on salary. Yeah, because all employees had that accent. Do you? All employees. French accent. You Frenchy. (laughs) I heard. I I caught him. I walked in the room, and he was sitting here talking French. He was not. He yes, he was. I I thought. Three server. I thought it smelled like cheese in here. Oh man. All right, guys, we've got MechWare Tactical Command. I've actually got no updates. There's nothing on their website. Uh, but we will Ed- keep looking. Edmund. Yes, Edmund, I know you listen, bud. Get some stuff up for us, some pictures, some fe- a forum. Let's get a forum. Let's. I want to help this, this game out, and we need We help. want to promote. We want to help you help us help you. So help us help Help you. us help you help us help you. Just don't do it naked standing in front of a mirror. All right. All right, and we've got Solaris Assault Tech. Uh, the guys over Mech Tech are still hard at work. I've actually been in contact uh, with James and a few other guys there, and we're, we're going to have them on the show as soon as they're ready. But I think it'll be at least probably three weeks away because we've got Randall and George Ledoux ready to go. So yes, won't indeed. Be, won't be next week. They're on deck. And so now we're going to... Uh, are, are we giving it away tonight? Was there a winner? Or no? Uh, yes, there was a winner. Um, it'll be announced on our uh, website when the the net podcast gets posted. So um, we Ooh. did get submissions and we got a winner. And so that's the vintage uh, used uh, second edition BattleTech tabletop game. So congratulations! Thank you everybody for submitting, and we'll have a new contest uh, for next week's episode. Man. And by slightly vintage and slightly used, he means I didn't have like a thousand dollars to pay for a brand new one or something like that. Oh, okay. I Duck thought you were going to say like I did something to it to make it more used or something. See, now you got me in your gutter thought, and I said it when you weren't even thinking about it. God, you are a sick old bastard. Do you know that? We will so, have a a new version of the tabletop to give away at some point as well. The you know the, the up to date one. So. Look yeah, for that. We'll, we'll talk to Randall about that and see uh, <laughs> what we can. I'm just saying. Um, actually, one of the things uh, I want to promote is uh, hopefully this Saturday or Sunday. I think we'll try to do it maybe maybe Sunday night. or let, let's. I think Sunday night would work probably. 
We'll do a uh, MWLL night. I think that I think it's about. You're time. saying this coming Sunday? Laying down the freaking Sunday, down. Sunday, Sunday. Be it's there? all fun and games until you run into the aces running in Wolfback. Oh boy. Yes. Did happens. you update your tags? Are you aces? Yeah, I'm aces. But without one of the periods, in all I the remember. Right places. Well, before we head off here, I just wanted to give a shout out first off to a few units that's military organizations unit um, first to the great Eth legion they've been showing up in some numbers let me tell you second indeed um the first robinson rangers wow good guys um i don't know if you noticed but they've got like they had like 15 people on earlier so and then of course the shield wall of R. russell hog the shield, yeah. Who came up with that? Those guys. I mean, <laughs> knees. Somebody that could pronounce things better than we can, obviously. Let's. Let me just take a bunch of gibberish and. But you know what? Right? Doesn't matter. They so you can't even pronounce the name, but yet they're still getting all these people showing up. Uh, I love to see this kind of organization and enthusiasm and participation, even when they're not aces. It's great to see. Uh... It is. It's awesome. And I mean, the, I guess the same thing could be said about being sort of off kilter when you're talking about a whole bunch of junk and drunk Southern rednecks. So, huh. hmm. the words they come up with, yell. All right, guys, that's gonna be it for us this week. Let us know what you think. Obviously, give us some feedback on Facebook. On like us website. on Facebook. Yes, give us a like. We uh, we need to bump up the numbers more than Mary. We got to hit five hundred. Yeah, let's let's get to five hundred. Um, and uh, you know, I appreciate uh, again you guys coming out here listening to us. We had a good turnout tonight. I think actually GDL's leading the lead for numbers tonight. We've got a few woo, audience woo, GDL. Paul. And Kyle, yes, that's Paul and Kyle from MWO. Throwing that out there. You can see him. They've got the tags, all that fun stuff. Who gave Paul unit leader? Hold on. Kyle. Unit. What? Alex, why? No, you do not give. Seriously, you gave Paul unit leader. That gives Playing with like fire, man. To kick people and ban people. You gave. Wow. Wow. See what we put up with Aaron every day, Brandon? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm guys. I'm disappointed. Yeah, maybe it'll be fun. Anyways, I'd like to thank everyone, our community, and obviously our staff members for supporting us. This was your local No Guts, No Galaxy Mechware podcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's show. This is Philip. This is Darren. This is Brandon. And until next time, Mech Warriors. Unit! Unit. Unit.